All right, so we'll continue through our prep, you know, work through all phases of the kicking game, all phases of offense and defense today, and tie up the week as far as preparation. Uh, come in here tomorrow, have a quick walkthrough, get in the plane and flying down to Dallas. So, you know, all that being said, open up any questions you may have. Injury updates for Slayton, Shep, or Peppers? I'd say all three guys did enough things promising enough yesterday that we're going to give them another opportunity to come out here today, work around, and see if we can fit them in. But they all had enough progress that we owe them at least one more day to try and get out there. How about Andrew Thomas? Seems like he's laboring, but I know he was upgraded to limited yesterday. Yeah, he went through practice with us yesterday. I think everyone at this point in the season is dealing with some kind of nick or bump, and, you know, we see where he is coming out today. But he, he was practicing with us yesterday. Do you buy into using bulletin board material? Like Troy Aikman said on the radio show earlier this week that he doesn't think you guys are in the same class as the Cowboys. Do you buy into using stuff like that? I don't think we really need any external motivation to show up and do our jobs and do them effectively, to be honest with you. I think you have to understand the magnitude of every game you play. Uh, these division games are obviously no different. So if we need somebody else to kind of get us in a mind frame to play, I think we have other issues at hand. Uh, look, I think on you know topic of you know what was said, you know, look, this team's extremely good. We have to acknowledge this team's one of the best teams statistically that this league's seen in a long time to be ranked this high on offense. You know, as a rushing team, a passing team defensively in terms of turnovers and takeaways along with rushing defense, to be this situationally good and be this good in the kicking game, this team's an outstanding team. You know, there's no getting around it. This team's extremely talented. They're well coached. They're obviously winning games right now, playing the right way. So I think this is obviously one of the top teams in the league, one of the top teams we've seen in a long time. Your team obviously took notice of that quote. Uh, is it something that you mentioned to them as well? I honestly don't know what you're referring to right there. In terms the Aikman of comment. Yeah, but I don't know where they would say they took notice to it. I'm not really sure what that would be reference of. I just know a bunch of guys in your locker room have taken notice. Maybe it's posted in, in the locker room in some way. We don't have a bulletin board in there, to be honest with you. Everything's screens and magnets and stuff now. It's all, you know, we're in the future now. So, you know, we don't have bulletin boards anymore. But. I mean, look, I'm, these guys are all active on, you know, Twitter and all that type of junk, so I'm sure they see stuff all the time. How much is this a litmus test for you guys in terms of gauging where you are? I think every week's a test for where we are as a team. I don't think this week's any different. Obviously, this is a very, a very good opponent, so we got to go out there and play our best game to be able to have an opportunity. Joe, early on, first quarter, first half last week, you guys did a good job of keeping the crowd kind of quiet. Do you think along those lines to again this week? As far as you talking about the actual noise within the stadium, yeah. I think the only way you can do this is by playing well. But at the same time, you've got to understand and expect there's going to be a lot of energy in the stadium. Look, I like it like that. I've said that before. Maybe I'm screwed up. I like going on road games where there's a whole lot of people who hate you. I mean, to me, that's kind of fun. I don't know if everyone feels that way. I think our team responded last week the right way to that. That's not going to count for anything unless we go down there and do it this week the right way. Fossil, how you know, Brady is as a coordinator and stuff. You guys had that fake last year, obviously you got called back, but when you go against a coordinator like that, does that kind of make you want to make a play against them or anything like that? No, I don't think it factors into that. I would say this, I'd say there's certain guys you play against in this league in different phases, whether it's offense, defense, or the kicking game, that present a great challenge, and it's really a great week to prepare. I mean, you go against certain guys, Bones is definitely one of them, where you know you've got to have your guys keyed into every bell and whistle he has to play completely situationally aware. You've got to make sure you're playing your best game. Every player has to understand the flow of the game and when things come up and when they use those things. And look, he's a great challenge to go against. I mean, every time you go against Bones, you have to commit a lot of time to dealing with all the fakes, gimmicks, gadgets, talking to your team about the substitutions, 
you know, they use talking to teams about, you know, different personnel you feel are for on the field. You know, he's put up a lot of plays over the course of years. So there's a lot of tape to go through with the team and team meetings, position meetings, things of that nature. But you've got to make sure you get to work on the field to do it the right way. Did you know the double punt rule that we saw yesterday in that Seattle game? Ironically, yes, we did. Um, we talked about it back in the spring when they changed the rule in the double pass. So that's when it came up, okay, if this is a pass, how would that also factor into a punt, things of that nature right there. So we talked about it back in the spring in terms of that exact rule. Uh, I'd be honest with you, when we talked about it, you also kind of you know, have that caveat of, but when that's going, when's that going to happen? Now, Landetta had it here back years ago. However, um, I mean, it's so rare. It's one of those deals. We just always talk to our team. They have to understand what the game is in terms of any ball that's behind the line of scrimmage is treated as a fumble. So whether it's a punt, a field goal, whatever, and then cross the line of scrimmage is treated as a punt. So behind, fumble, cross punt. Joe, you had some fun with Julian Love going back and forth back in the summer. And you know, obviously his personality kind of came out a little bit with you. Um, he seems to be taking on a bigger role week in, week out for you guys defensively. He may not be one of those stars that everyone mentions, but he's an important part. What do you? What have you liked about him as a player? And you know, you don't go back and forth with a lot of players on this team, or at least have a player to go back and forth publicly with you that way. What, what's it about Julian that that you like? He's actually really, he's a really fun player to coach. He's a really fun player to coach. And, and when I say that, you kind of say, well, who's a fun player to coach? Like guys who love football and come to work every day and love going out to practice and, and really getting things in meetings. Like they're fun to be around. And that's definitely Jules. And he's a guy has got a lot of versatility, whether it's, you know, playing the corner position, the safety position, playing star on our punt team. He could play gunner, he could play PP, multitude of stuff on kickoff cover. He can play in the vice of the box on punt return, on kickoff returning and play multitude positions. So, like, he's definitely like one of those guys talk about the Swiss Army knife, the versatility. But he's also a guy who's extremely intelligent and he's very a team first guy. So he comes in every week and it's like, hey, Jules, your role just changed completely from last week. He doesn't have a bad night. He's like, great, coach me, coach. And that's it. So he's a guy that we depend on for a lot of roles. You can only depend on guys if they do them productively and consistently. He definitely does that. Um, he just comes out every day and gives it all. He's a great teammate. He's a great guy to coach in the locker room. He's a lot of fun to be around. And uh, in terms of, you know, the cutting up, going back and forth, I mean, look, that, that kind of keeps it fun. Joe, do you give yourself a couple of minutes to scout the Rams, or do you leave that to somebody else when they're playing on a Thursday? Depending on what your workload is the night before, if you ask me specifically if I watched the Rams game last night, uh, I was on Dallas. I didn't have an opportunity to watch it last night. Now I'll end up watching it this weekend. Uh, I'll end up watching it you know, several times before next week. Um, I'll start my Rams prep this afternoon. I was going to get a peek in Friday and Saturday on the next opponent coming up, staying ahead. So that way when we start getting the game planning on offense, defense, or the kicking game, I, I've seen a picture of that team to anticipate what offense or defense, any special teams we may be thinking or ideas that I have that I want incorporated in the game, understand the flow of the opponent, and then think about practicing the next week coming up. So when I do the practices on Tuesday, I've already kind of seen in my mind, these are specific things we have to work on. These are things we have to address. So I always get ahead on opponents uh, and work ahead. So I'll start looking at the Rams today. Um, but we got to make sure that, you know, obviously we stay on Dallas. So you're kind of looking at a surface level of the Rams, if you would, right there because you got to go ahead and keep coming back. I make sure anytime I look ahead to the next opponent, I end the day going back on the opponent we're on so you get your mind back in that thinking. Joe, with Daniel, he's obviously done a good job taking care of the ball this year, played well early this season. How much, when he does that, does that make you want to give him more freedom or maybe put more onto his plate to be able to do more as a result? Yeah, I think that's natural. That obviously as a guy demonstrates uh, dependability in making decisions on the field and having good ball security. 
you start giving him more and more things to do. And we've seen the improvement with Daniel really throughout last year as well. He's carried over into this year. He's making good decisions. Uh, you know, in terms of Daniel, to me, a lot of it's the decisions. And I talked a lot about, you know, how he's mastered the offense and how he's handling line of scrimmage decisions. That's really shown up for us, you know, in the spring with some of the checks on line of scrimmage he's made that's carried into the games and been productive for us. We see it every day in practice. You know, when you see a guy, and the offense has to run through the quarterback. All right, in my mind, the way I see the game, the offense has to go through the quarterback. So when he's out there and can control the flow of the game and how we're operating, that to me gives you know freedom to go ahead and Jason can call different things where he can go ahead and think and put us in the right position. Or you just got to give him the freedom at some point if he sees something to completely change it and get to that right there. And you've got to let him have you know enough freedom that you know he feels aggressive he can go out there and do it. And look, if it's not perfect, you can't pull back on that the next time. You got to coach it correct and just keep on moving. So he has full autonomy at the line if he wants to make changes to that's a pretty that's a pretty loose term but relatively speaking we let them have freedom yes the way that runners like Kamara and Ezekiel Elliott oh they always seem to fall forward and get like three more yards than it looks like they have is that one two is that uh technical uh, you know is that repetition what what is that skill I guess the word I would sum that up with is instincts I think it kind of encapsulates a lot of things they have definitely good effort as a player to me, it's the instinct of finding that extra space and just squeezing it to gain that extra yard. I think these are really, really instinctive players. I think when you look at, you know, Ezekiel, I mean, he's a true, true running back. I mean, he's big, he's strong, he's fast, he can run downhill, he's got speed to break away in the open field, he's elusive, he's powerful. You go to Kamara, this guy's kind of in that, that realm of he's definitely a true running back. Don't say he's not, but he's such a complete football player. If they said this guy's going to be a full-time receiver, he'd be one of the top receivers out there. You know, they had to use a full-time kick returner. He did a top kick returner out there. So, you know, there's certain guys that are out there that, you know, obviously you know, within their strengths, they have differences. Those two players are very different. The similarity for those two for me would be they're very dominant. 